this was really fun. I, if you can't tell, I really nerd out over all this stuff. <laughs> I love just thinking through the process of how to how to use your stuff and your time more wisely. The business of sales is sometimes harder than actually making the sale in the first place. See, you're not only a professional salesperson, you're a business owner. But the focus always seems to be on sales. Well, we're here to help you. I've been in the sales world and training sales professionals for over four decades. My name's Morris Sims. I've seen some great salespeople fail because they didn't run their business very well. Well, we're going to share success concepts and interview some great entrepreneurs who are going to help you in your business. Welcome to the Business of Sales. Have you ever walked into your garage or your house or your kitchen or your office and thought, you know, I got to do something about this mess. This is just getting to be ridiculous. But then... If you're like me, you just keep going and the mess just keeps growing. It just, it seems to never stop and it has a mind of its own. Oh, I need somebody that can come in and help me get ship shape. So I found ship shape solutions and Angie Heisch is here to talk to us about that and her company, which is ship shape solutions. Angie, thank you so much for being with us. Absolutely. Glad to be here. So how in the world do you get involved with, with helping people get organized and cleaned up and throw away the junk and all the rest of the stuff? Well, for me, it was not a very straight path. I've done a lot of different things. Um, I started out as a science nerd. I was a biology major and worked at Centers for Disease Control in a lab, um, ended up uh, doing medicine as a PA, physician assistant in pediatrics really liked that. Um, spent most of my adult life raising my husband and I as two girls who are grown now. Uh, did some teaching, high school, elementary school. But oddly enough, it was in a volunteer position in a local community theater. My husband and I had started acting. Uh, when I was helping someone organize the room that the theater used for costumes and props, which was an absolute disaster and just drove me crazy. <laughs> so I volunteered my time along with a friend and we spent weeks going through everything the theater owned, every little prop and costume piece and set piece and stuff in a storage uh, building. They didn't even know what was in there. And in the midst of, there are piles of stuff. I said, this is the most fun thing ever, and I need to do this every day. Um, they're, not, after, they're not a lot of people, Angie, that are going to agree with you that that's a lot of fun. Oh, no. A, a lot of people think I'm absolutely insane. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of things I love to do that other people don't love to do. Filling out forms is another thing. Cleaning um, <laughs> But yeah, I said, this is so great. I want to do this every day. Well, uh, spent some time researching, found out, oh, there's actually a profession called professional organizer. Um, my, our kids were really young at the time, and I found out that, okay, I can't just go interview for the job. This would mean creating, launching a business. And I just said, oh, gosh, I'm not sure I have that in me. And so did some other things. And then when my husband and I hit empty nest stage 
and I couldn't stop talking about it. And so this was the time it's like, either, you know, put up or shut up. And so in spring of 2016, we decided to give it a go. And it, it was terrifying and wonderful. And I haven't looked back since. I absolutely love it. Oh, that's great. Outstanding. Well, Angie, tell me this. Now, I I just completely rebuilt my entire garage, which is my kind of, my, well, it's where I do woodworking and work on my hobbies and all that kind of stuff and, you know, fix the stuff around the house that needs to get fixed and all that kind of mess. It was so bad, I had to move the car and move the the model railroad and move everything else in order to get to a workbench where I could actually sit and you know, glue up something that got broken. I mean, it was terrible. It was absolutely (laughs) terrible. And it took me, I guess, several weeks to get it somewhat in order. Where do you start with your clients? Oh, this is such a great question. Uh, First thing I was going to say about your garage is I hope you use the walls because people tend to not utilize wall space like they should. Um, So where do I start? I I love, (laughs) and, and honestly, my favorite thing about organizing, and I love all of it, but my favorite thing is the very beginning. When clients come to me, the number one thing they say is, I am so overwhelmed. I don't yeah. even know where to start. Yeah. And I know that feeling really well in my own life. I'm not so great at figuring out myself, but I'm really good at helping people go from that overwhelm to okay, let's get a plan and let's, you know, accomplish that plan one step at a time. So um, that first step is is the one I like the most. So we always kind of just start, um, I start by really getting to know them, what their lifestyle is like, what, they're, what they value, what do they like to spend time on and, you know, who are all the players that, uh, you know, who's at home and who needs to weigh in on the decisions. And um, one of my favorite questions is I get to know my client to um, kind of help me get to that step-by-step plan is um, if we could wave a magic wand and your house or this space, let's say it's a garage, was exactly what you wanted, what would it look like and how would it function? And, And I actually have them kind of work through this a little bit before I even come on that first Mm-hmm. Uh, visit because the more they've kind of thought through and, and had an image in their mind of what they're going for, um, that really drives a lot of the work. So let's say we, I, I started with you and your garage and it was just lots of stuff. You couldn't find what you needed. And, and, you know, so you might say something like, well, I'd like to be able to find what I need. I'd like to have a clear, a clear space. I need several, you know, flat surfaces to work on. I I want to um, have things categorized so that if I'm looking for this, I know exactly where to go. I'd like to have a plan for when I finish a project and I have a bunch of stuff out, I know exactly where to put it so that I can get it again. You know, so we start with what's the vision for where you want to be at the end. And then from that vision, we kind of back up and say, okay, so because, uh, you know, sometimes I'm working in one little space. It might be a pantry or mm-hmm. a closet. And then sometimes we really just want to get the whole house in shape. So we have to figure out, all right, well, where are we going to start if, if we're doing every room? And, you know, if I've got a lot of, there's going to be a lot of things in, say, the um, 
living room that belong there well we're gonna have to have a place to store it so maybe we actually start in the basement or so it's (laughs) never the same solution for two people so we kind of talk a lot about their goals where they want to get to Um, we tour around the house look at different spaces I ask questions like let's say we go into a master bedroom closet and it's just really crammed full they can hardly find things the floors covered the shelves are crazy and I say So in this closet, if you just had to give me a ballpark answer for this, what percentage of the things in this space do you feel like really just need to go out the door? (laughs) Nothing, nothing, Angie. I like it all. I got to keep it all. (laughs) And see, and that's a very different scenario. I know the battle I have ahead of me. If they've told me they know they have too much stuff and it feels cluttered, but they're not willing to let it go, then... Wow, we've got some really deep, um, some deep thought patterns to deal with, you know. Did you say you were into psychology and psychiatry? Oh, man, there is so much psychology (laughs) in this field. People's relationships with their things, it's it's very complex. It's another one of the things I like about it because I have to really understand their thinking. And it's an emotional thing, you know. We laugh, we cry. Um, you know, and if I've got someone that says, oh, I'd say 60% needs to go out, then I know, okay, you know, we're going to make some good progress here and, and, uh, you know, the work's going to go quickly. So every situation's different. That was a very long answer. (laughs) Yeah, but it was true and it was right on target. Oh man, I tell you what, that, that always tends to be, I mean, that's kind of where I start. I, I start by putting it all, taking it all out. I mean, it, the shelves I emptied, the, the buckets I emptied, the, the, everything yeah. had to come out and go on the floor on under other on unmovable spaces. And then I started throwing stuff away. Now the bad part yeah. of that is my wife, Carla comes to me and says, Hey, do you know what we did with X, Y, Z? And I go, uh, mm. think I threw it away. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I threw that away. So we got to go buy another one. But anyway, it it uh, it's an amazing thing to do because once it's done, the feeling after it's done is just just incredible, isn't it? Oh yes, absolutely. The freedom of letting go, and the peace that comes looking around and going, I know where everything is. <laughs> I know you finish a project and go, I know where to put this. And look at that space. Look at that open space. I can walk around in here. I could like turn a cartwheel if I wanted to. Yeah, it's a great feeling. Oh, that's been the fun for me. I can, I, I actually can get two things, even with the car in the garage. I can still get to the yes. majority of things that I ever might want to get to. And if I take yes. the car out, then I have a full two car garage workshop that I can pretty well. Well, I built a dining room table just recently. So, hey, I can do pretty well anything I want to do now. The the thing that is so difficult, I think, for me and probably for a lot of people is getting started. And, and you've given us some mm-hmm. great ideas yes. on that. Tactically, though, Angie, I mean, you got this room full of stuff. Or Let's talk about business. I've got an office full of stuff, and I've got a desk that's that's, you know, piled up with all kinds of things. Where do I where do I actually begin in that kind of a, a business setting to to actually do something about it with the phone ringing and appointments and clients and how the heck am I ever going to get anything else done? 
Oh yeah, that's a good one. So we're talking about an office in a business setting. Um, so the first thing I would say with the client is that number one, you got to schedule some time. You got to schedule some time where you are not, the phone is not ringing. You have mm -hmm. told people to not expect anything from you. Um, and you've got some time to think. I tell you what, I mean, offices, cluttered offices and the stuff in the offices, that's one battle, but the biggest battle by far is the time management and productivity. And mm. that is, that is really where it's at. I mean, time is your most valuable asset by far. Um, but let's talk about it from the standpoint of this stuff first. So you got a cluttered office. Um, first, I would have you for sure schedule the time. Um, and then I'd want to know a little bit about, you know, what happens in this space? What, what supplies do you use in here? What do you not? What's your image for it? Um, you know, after we get through that, then uh, I like to start in a decluttering situation. I like to start with, okay, so we know we're going to have to pull some things out. What is, is there anything really big, some easy win, low hanging fruit, if you will, um, things that we can just go ahead and pull out? Um, let's try to just get volume out as quickly as possible or any categories of things that I don't even have to ask you about every individual item, you know, it's going to go. So we pull out any easy stuff first. Uh -huh. And then I often will just pick a corner of the room and we will start going through things. I get some, get some table space if I can, mm. depending on what kind of, uh, space we're working in, um, pull things out, sort through. Um, it's really helpful in any setting, particularly in office, really helpful to have kind of zones, uh, you know, a, a work, a zone where you're going to be, you know, here's the area where I'm going to be working on my desktop. Here's an area where I might need to work on paperwork and I need some space for that. Here's an area where I would want to store some basic supplies and what would that be? And, kind of figure out where those zones are going to be and then just start sorting through things um, corner to corner. Yeah. I mean that, that, that I like that. I remember somewhere along the line, somebody made a recommendation said, you know, if you got a really cluttered desk, start with a corner, start with a one foot mm -hmm. square corner and just, just get that one foot square corner cleaned off and then take another one foot square corner. Don't put anything back in the first foot. You know, yeah. it's not just, we're not just moving things around, but clear off one, one square foot and then clear off a second square foot and, you know, take it by there if you're really having trouble. But Angie, you mentioned something that I'd like to, to explore with you a little bit. You talked about time, you know, that's, that's something that has always just really intrigued me and, and interested me is how we get organized and organize our behavior to make the best use of our time. Cause time management is such a myth and such a, a misnomer. We can't change time. It's going to keep on trucking, but how do we get digitally organized and use our time best when, when we're trying to get organized and get ship shape? Well, uh, it's such a complex topic and you know, yeah, there are, yeah books and websites and there's some, there's some great stuff out there um, as far as uh, resources, but there's, uh, we end up, no matter what your job is and what your physical space is, 
like um, we all waste a lot of time. Um, even I, I talk a good game as far as time management and productivity, <laughs> and I'm really bad at it. Um, sometimes I think we we don't really we know that there's a lot to be done, but we just kind of have this amorphous idea of what the tasks are because we don't really take the time to sit down and say, okay, what is the most important thing right now? Uh, where do I need to go with this? Do I have a do? We don't even have, sometimes we don't even have a list. Um, or if we do, we don't even consult it. We're, uh, sometimes we're trying to hold all this stuff in our heads, mm-hmm. which is impossible. So I don't know if you're a fan of David Allen, GTD, getting things done. Um, I haven't even, I haven't even read the entire book, but just reading the first part of it and mm-hmm. that one concept that he comes, well, two of them, the um, open loops to trusted systems mm-hmm. and then the next actionable step yeah. um, have made a huge difference in my um, using my time more wisely because my brain is not constantly trying to store those things. Um, you know, when you, when we're stressed out by having a zillion things to do, but we don't know what they are, when they're due, whatever, and we're holding them in our head, we can't even think right, much less spend our time wisely. Mm -hmm. So I always, uh, I always encourage people to, if they don't have a really good idea of all this, they don't have a good, um, management system for all their to do's and their ideas and all that. Start with a brain dump. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. sit down, piece of paper and pencil. I am a digital girl through and through, but for this, honestly, just paper and pencil or pen. Mm-hmm. Just write down all the things that are just crowding up your brain and all the things that are stressing you out because you don't know where to go with it. And then figure out, okay where am I going to put these things? You know, David Allen says our brain is made for having ideas, not storing them. <laughs> so I can figure out um, where to put, you know, some of these things are things like, Oh my gosh, that's due tomorrow. And some are someday, sometime, mm-hmm. if I have time yeah. and it might be three years from now, but that little piece of information is still important because it is something I want to do, but it goes in a very different place than the thing that I need to do tomorrow. So, Figuring out what your trusted systems are going to be, whether it's a piece of paper or it's, uh, you know, something like Trello or Evernote or Google Tasks or, you know, where's all that going to go so that I know what needs to be done and how and when I'm going to do it. Getting all that in order is a a key piece to using time wisely. Oh, I agree Um, wholeheartedly. And I think, I I think you're right. I mean, David Allen is the king and, I, I love his stuff. I've taught classes based on his stuff, and uh, I really, yeah. really do love it. He's He's got a couple of things in there that I really like about uh, handling and processing things, uh, thoughts, projects, ideas, paper, emails. You know, you look at it, and you got one of a couple of three things you can do. You can act on it right then because you can do something about it in a very short period of time, like less than two minutes. Or you throw it away because it's really not something that you need. Or the part that that really helped me a lot was when I realized I can throw this away because I don't want to deal with it right now. And it's not something that's important to me today. And if it becomes important, 
they will send me another letter, email, call, whatever, and bring it back up to the top of the pile. But right now, yeah, it's uh-huh. not a, not important. So I'm gonna I'm gonna just basically delete that one and move on. Yeah, yeah, that that's good. Um, another uh, I, I, besides David Allen, someone else that I recommend all the time with this kind of thing is um, Atomic Habits, James Clear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he's got such good stuff as far as, you know, those daily, those daily habits are the drivers of change. Um, and until we can make a difference in how we do things daily, um, creating systems is another thing that is just so key. And sometimes, you know, people will say things and it just sounds like blah, blah, business speak, create systems for everything. But for, here's an example. Working, I love to do work with nonprofits. I volunteer my time for some nonprofits when I have time. And here's an example of where creating a system just was a was a game changer for them. So this is a group called Girls on the Run that does after school activities with uh, school age girls. It includes running, but it's also character building and that kind of thing. And some of their they had a lot of equipment. A lot of it was uh, for their uh, twice a year big runs. It's a big event, so lots of stuff. They do one of those uh, paint runs, you know, where they run through clouds of different paint. And just, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, just lots of supplies for that. Um, and so we were organizing their supplies. And one of the problems was that when they would have those big events, they get done late at night, tons of stuff. They bring it in, and everybody's exhausted. So it gets just kind of put in a pile and then, you know, life goes on, the after school clubs, this, that. And so a lot of the mess was created, but there was no system for what to do with that. And so this one thing that we did that made such a difference, we said, okay, I said, you need a system for how to deal with this twice a year thing. So we created a drop zone with basically like, I'm exhausted. Here's where the stuff goes either after the event or after the after school, you know, the end of school would be another time. Mm -hmm. Here's all the supplies we used. Boom. But then, so here's your place. You put it one spot. It's a designated spot. And then, okay, then what's the system Then we've got to schedule someone to come, you know, the week after and who's it going to be and how are we going to schedule it? And once we have our stuff in place, then Returning it will be easy because we've des- got designated homes for everything, which is the most important of all the organizing principles, having a home for everything. Things stay in their home, and then when they're used, they get put back. But So anything that we do regularly should have a system. Mm-hmm. And if we don't have a system, we waste time. Yeah. Um, and sometimes it can be something really simple. It took me forever to figure out I'm sending the same email to people all the time, but every time I'm typing it up, this is dumb. (laughs) So (laughs) I've got a client, I've got someone who's potentially interested in hiring me and they're just, you know, they're just kind of putting something out there to say, Hey, I'm just checking around. I might need some help with organizing. Can you tell me a little bit about your business? Whatever. So initial inquiry. Yeah. So I said, this is crazy. So Gmail has templates. So now I just go click, click, you know, initial inquiry, boom. And then I'll go in there and customize it with the person's name or if they told me something in particular. Um, 
but that was just something so tiny, but it has saved me so much time. So now I have like five different templates for that. So it's really anything you're doing on a regular basis, you need a system for it. And then when the system doesn't work or it stops working for whatever reason, you tweak it. So oh. and that, all that stuff, it didn't take that much time mm -hmm. to do any of it, but you had to like stop and think, yeah. why is this a problem? What's not working here? What can we do to make it better? And sometimes we're so busy in the overwhelm of, I just know things are crazy. You just got to take the time and stop and think, okay, why is it crazy? What keeps happening? Why is that happening? How can we change that? How can we maneuver stuff or resources or people so that it keeps, so that it prevents that? Angie, you've given us some great ideas and added tremendous value to everybody who's listening today. I, I really do appreciate you taking the time to be with us on the business of sales. Well, I'm excited. This was really fun. I, if you can't tell, I really nerd out over all this stuff. <laughs> I love just thinking through the process of how to how to use your stuff and your time more wisely. So thanks for giving me an opportunity to talk about it. Oh, absolutely. And tell us this now, if somebody would like to engage with you and have a conversation and maybe employ you to help them get themselves ship shape, how do we find you? Well, so that's two different questions. The best way to find me is either on my website, which is shipshape.solutions. Email me, Angie, at shipshape.solutions. As far as hiring me, I'm actually in the process of transitioning from doing in-person work in homes and businesses to focusing more on my writing and speaking. Mm -hmm. So not actually not taking new clients at this point. Oh. However, I love delivering presentations and I have probably 15 or so that are just at the ready. Like I have a time management, productivity, organizing paper, uh, decluttering, uh, just a whole host of things um, that I do presentations on. I'm, I'm constantly developing new ones for groups, um, best free apps to simplify your life. I do digital organizing. Um, so especially if you're a group of any size in any location that's looking for a speaker to give some value to, um, to your group, then that would be something to reach out for, um, to me. And, um, and you can also find information about my book, which is unholy mess, what the Bible says about clutter. Um, clutter's a deeper issue than just our stuff. Mm -hmm. And I've um, got a lot to say about that. I've got five years worth of uh, monthly newspaper articles. I've written many, many, many articles that are all on my website. And it could be information about organizing your spices or getting ready for a move or controlling your email inbox. And all that's on my website. Oh, that's amazing. And your website has some great pictures, too, some some before and after pictures that really caught my attention. Angie, thank you so oh, much. and. I hope everybody will, will keep you in mind next time they need somebody to do a quick workshop because I don't care what your team does, Angie can help you get organized and be more effective and efficient in doing it. So, again, Angie, thank you very much for being with us today on the Business of Sales. And everybody else out there, hey, you know the drill. Go ahead and see somebody new. Go out and have a great week. Enjoy, and we'll see you again right here 
on the business of sales.